Welcome to the Legendary Leaders Podcast, Making Legendary Leaders, with your host, Katrina Jameson, where we focus on business, leadership, and life. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Legendary Leaders. Today, I want to talk about the idea of asking for and establishing flexibility. All right, today is the very last day of November. We talk about this all the time. It was like moving through the year, Groundhog Day, Groundhog Day, Groundhog Day, Groundhog Day for the first, I don't know, right? Almost first half of the year it felt like when COVID hit. And then the pace of the back half of this year has been lightning speed. We know it happens anyway at the end of the year. We know it happens because of the holidays. But here we are sitting on the very last day of November. We've almost made it through 2020. Proud of you guys for that. Proud of you for hanging in and making it through. Today, I'm going to continue to empower you and talk to you about the things that are going to help you be ready for the holidays and the things that are going to help you get your team ready for the holidays. And, and it's not even just holidays. Like, I think about these things around the holidays because that's whenever they become a bit more prevalent. The need for these strategies become a bit more prevalent. But then I want you to build these muscles through the holidays and then carry them forward through the rest of the year. So let's talk a little bit about asking for and establishing flexibility, right? Now, you know, and I say it all the time, I listen to different podcasts, I listen to different trainings, I read different books and magazines. That's what I do. I love it. And I'm sure you do as well. That's why you're listening to me. So I read the Harvard Business Review. I Yes, I'm a nerd. I'll, take, I'll own it every single day of the week. I love it. And so recently I read an article by Dana Sumter and Mona Zanauer. Hope that's how we say Mona's last name. Um, they called their article the three ways companies can retain working moms right now. Now, how many of you are a working mom? I'm a working mom. I think that most of us, most of us, not all, right, are working moms to some degree. Now, if you're not, no big deal. This can still apply to you. you don't have to be a working mom to pick up on these nuggets. So this is not exclusive to working moms. It just means that working moms have a lot of different things to juggle in a different way. Maybe you're not a working mom, but maybe you are a caregiver to one of your parents, right? Or, or someone in your family. And so the point is not that you're just a working mom. Moms essentially are caregivers to other people. So why don't we just call this working caregivers, right? Let's do it that way. I like that idea. They call their article working moms, but I think that this can apply to anyone who's a, a full-time employee and a caregiver. So the article, it was astounding. I mean, these numbers were just crazy. I have to tell you this. The article said that 865,000 working moms left the workforce in September of this year compared to only 216,000 men. What? Almost a million working moms left the workforce in the month of September alone. That's mind-blowing to me. That's huge. Here we are fighting for financial equality, right? Positional equality. I, you know, I need to make the same as a man in the corporate world. I, I demand it. I should, right? I'm fully capable of making as much. I contribute as much, if not more, in some instances, right? That's what we say to ourselves because it's true. We're fighting for positional equality. Hey, why can I not be the CEO? I'm just as good. I'm just as smart. I'm just as capable, Right? We've been fighting for all of these things. And now we're leaving the workforce in droves. 
Now, here's the thing. There's no judgment here. First and foremost, you all know that about me. There's no judgment. This is just like, holy crap. This is astounding. Because you know what? I get it. We are the keepers of all things. We want our children to be safe. We want them to get a good education. We want them to have some sense of normalcy in all of the all of this. We, you know, if we're a caregiver, we want to make sure that we're not bringing people in and out of the home to get that individual sick. There's a lot of things that we have to decide. And ultimately, it comes down to us to make the best decision for us and our careers and our families, our loved ones, whomever, ourselves. And so I will tell you that a lot of these women are most likely going to start their own businesses. And so if that's you, come on, let's do it, right? Don't wait. The corporate world can be so restrictive, so restrictive, okay? And that's the whole point. That's why we're talking about some flexibility right now. We're leaving as women, we're leaving the workforce because ultimately we don't have flexibility. But when you have your own business, you're the boss and you create your own flexibility and you set your hours and you set what you're going to work on when and you can have peace of mind knowing that you've taken care of the kids or the person that you care for or whatever, all of the above. And that is powerful. So here's what I want you to do. For two seconds, I just want you to say, holy crap, right? And then here's the other thing. I personally hope that all 865,000 of you find and listen to legendary leaders, right, this podcast, so that I can help you get your business going and get you taking care of your kids and sharing your gift and living the life you deserve to live. Like, that's what I thought of. I first thought, man, we're giving up on all of these things we're fighting for. And then the next thing I thought was, no, we're not. We're not giving up. We're saying, screw you. Not waiting on you, world, to catch up with the needs. I am, I'm creating it myself. I am going to create the flexibility that my life needs to have. And so I love that. I'm like, oh, yes. You know, look at that power. I'm so proud of each of you for doing that. So here's the deal. Let's talk through this for a second. If you're starting your own business and you need the income from your day job to support your business until it replaces your income, I'm challenging you right now to demand flexibility. A lot of women had to leave because there was no room for flexibility. But maybe a lot of those women left because they didn't ask for and demand flexibility. So if you're starting your business and you need that income, I'm going to challenge you right now. Don't leave until you've asked for the flexibility. Leave after you've asked and they've said no. Okay? That's where I want you to be. If you want flexibility because you need a stepping stone position, because you want more time back, right? Like I went and, and, and changed jobs to get more time back. Do that. Right? You can go back into the corporate world. You can do it part-time. You can do some different things if it allows for the flexibility that you need. I just want to arm you with that knowledge. Do not feel as though that it is only one way or nothing at all. You can demand and ask for flexibility. And again, if they tell you no, then, then you're already trying to leave anyway. So just leave. Right? If you have to, and that's what's best for you and your family, then do it. No one can, can answer that question for you. No one can tell you that you, you are right or wrong. It is simply your decision, and you know your life better than anyone else. So there's no judgment there. 
But I'm gonna arm you and empower you with this information today such that if you are in that situation, if you're not one of the 865,000 women that have already left, but you feel as though that's the path you need to go down, then let's talk about demanding flexibility and let's see where we can go with that, okay? And if you are one of the women that have left, then let's go ahead and get your business going and let's talk about how you can create flexibility for your employees so that they don't feel the way that you used to, all right? Here we go. What did Dana and Mona recommend? Let's, let's jump into the article a little bit. Let me talk to you a little bit about that. And, and I'll go back and forth a little bit between their ideas and what I recommend. So first, they said, get, get certainty and clarity. It's the first thing that they challenged. Get certainty and clarity. Now, if you're doing this for your team, and I expect that you would do this for your team, then let's treat our employees the way we want to be treated, right? Keep that in mind as I go through this. Let's be super clear about what their responsibilities are, your employees are, right? What does good look like? Go back, I would tell you, go back and listen to the remote onboarding episode because I talk about two things. Number one, defining responsibilities, and number two, defining what good looks like. Two very different things. What am I responsible for, and then how do I do it exceptionally well? Well, that's the clarity you want to provide for your employees. And that is a clarity that you want to gain whenever you go and talk to your supervisor in the corporate world, right? In other words, you want to give your team guardrails and you want to get guardrails so that you know where to stay and they know where to stay. And as long as they are on time for meetings and deliver the deadlines and they perform, then you're not gonna stress about all the other pieces, right? If they have to leave and go pick up kids, like I have to leave every day and go pick up kids, right? I have to go pick up kids at 10 o'clock every single day because my kids only go through half a day of school. I have the ability to have that flexibility. Make sure that your people have the flexibility. And if you're working in your corporate job, make sure that your job affords you that flexibility. Talk about what you have to do, what you're responsible for, and get clarity around that. Now, this also includes being super clear with your employees and with your own supervisor, what the expectations are around the, hmm, I had a random idea in my head and I just wanted to call and share it with you, right? You know that you have supervisors in the corporate world that do that. They will call you at the most random times to share this random idea they had because you are the person they think that needs to know about that. So you need to get clarity about that. Hey, um, I definitely wanna hear your ideas and I'm here to help with that, but you know, I can't do that, that after so many hours. I've got to help the kids with homework or, you know, if you'll shoot me an email, I'll respond to you, but it won't be within this window. You have to be able to set boundaries in the corporate world. And most people will understand that. Most supervisors will understand that. If they don't, probably not a great person to work for, right? Look at yourself in the mirror when you say that. Are you not understanding of that? Are you a supervisor that calls your team at all hours expecting them to be on track and on point? Think about how you would feel. Provide clarity and certainty and get it for yourself if you're still in the corporate world. The second recommendation was to right-size the job expectations. This is huge. This is a huge one, right? I mean, when you think about working in the corporate world, the majority of the time, you couldn't get it all done anyway. There was way more work to be done than hours in the day. And so sit down and ask your supervisor to look at your job description and make sure that all the things that you're asking 
you're, you're being asked to do is actually in your job description. And that's really important. And do the same for your team. You may not have job descriptions right now because you're a startup. That's okay. But then be very clear about the roles that you want them to do and play and be. You can still be clear without having it on paper and make sure everybody understands it and agrees to it. The point is that you, and I would recommend if you've got peers, you guys need to get together, talk about it, have that discussion, and then align as to what it needs to be, and then make sure that your supervisor in your corporate job aligns about what it, what it should be. Right-size the job expectations. They were crazy before. They can't get even crazier working remotely. People cannot assume that because you're at home, you have more time to give to the job. It just doesn't work that way. We all know that. Make sure your supervisor understands that. Make sure that you understand that as a supervisor. Okay? And then last but not least, they said, continue to ask for empathy and provide it. Right? Ask for it and also give it. Remember that no one can truly understand what anyone else is going through. Your supervisor and your peers will never truly understand what you are going through, nor will you understand what they're going through or what your employees are going through. It's hard. You can do your very best to try to understand, but we're never going to fully understand. So here's the deal. Yes, this is business, but you are taking care of people first. It's really important to remember that. If you take care of your team, they're going to take care of your business. They're going to take care of your customer. Let's make sure that the priority is 100% right in this instance. You got to take care of them so they can take care of your customers. Your supervisor needs to take care of you so you can take care of your team in the corporate world or so you can take care of the customer in the corporate world, whatever it is. Make sure that you're being empathetic. Show that in your actions and your words and make sure that your supervisor is doing the same thing. <clears throat> now, here's the thing. If you feel like you are having to leave your job because of the workload and the demands of home life and all of the different things, I'm challenging you right data right now, today, to have a conversation with your supervisor in your nine to five job. Be very clear about what you need. Don't expect him or her to get it, right? Quote unquote, get it. And read between the lines. You've got to be clear and direct. Ask for what you need. Provide solutions and ways to still deliver to your job. And if he or she says no, then you have a decision that you need to make. But don't go make a decision and make assumptions because that's the most dangerous thing you can do. If you need the income of your nine to five to keep moving your personal business forward, go have the conversation about flexibility. If they say no, there's your answer. Don't assume the no. Make sure that you get the no because I will tell you, you're a very reasonable leader and you care about your team. And if someone on the team came to you and asked for flexibility and support, you would do everything that you could in a way that, that made sense for the business and for them to support them through that need. Don't make the assumption that your supervisor isn't going to be willing to do the same for you. Okay? Just think through that. That's my challenge for you today. Ask for and provide flexibility. People need it now more than ever in the holidays, but people definitely need it just in life. If they're taking care of kids or they're taking care of, you know, someone in their family that's sick, it doesn't matter the situation. When you have competing demands at home and in the workplace, 
most people are going to choose the family if they at all can, right, financially. Make sure that you get the no before you walk away. Ask for and provide flexibility. Be the leader that you would want to have, right? That's what I'm challenging you to do today. And if you need to leave your nine to five, I'm gonna challenge you, let us help you here at Legend Leaders. Let us help you get your business off the ground and move you forward so that you can continue to have income and make the impact and live the life that you deserve, right? Let someone help you. Let us come alongside you and help you so that you're not doing it alone. Go and be legendary.